A reading from 1 Kings. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out, spread out his hands to heaven. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and steadfast love for your servants who walk before you with all their heart, the covenant that you kept for your servant, my father, David, as you declared to him. You promised with your mouth and have this day fulfilled with your hand. Therefore, O Lord, God of Israel, keep for your servant, my father David, that which you promised him, saying, There shall never fail you a successor before me to sit on the throne of Israel, if only your children look to their way to walk before me as you have walked before me. Therefore, O God of Israel, let your word be confirmed, which you promised to your servant, my father David. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, much less this house that I have built. Regard your servant's prayer and his plea, O Lord my God, heeding the cry and the prayer that your servant prays to you today, that your eyes may be open night and day toward this house, the place of which you said, My name shall be there, that you may heed the prayer that your servant prays towards this place. Hear the plea of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. O hear in heaven your dwelling place, heed and forgive. Likewise, when a foreigner who is not of your people Israel comes from a distant land because of your name, for they shall hear of your great name, your mighty hand and your outstretched arm. When a foreigner comes and prays towards this house, then hear in heaven your dwelling place and do according to all that the foreigner calls to you, so that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and so that they may know that your name has been invoked on this house that I have built. The word of the Lord. We'll read Psalm 84, verses 1 through 6, responsibly by the half asterisk, as indicated in the bulletin. How dear to me is your dwelling, O Lord of hosts! The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. Happy are they who dwell in your house. Happy are the people whose strength is in you. Those who go through the desolate valley will find it a place of springs. They will climb from height to height. A reading from Ephesians. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to, to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all these, take the shield of faith with which you be, will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one Take the helmet of salvation 
and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said, Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones who did not believe, and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Actually, anybody who wants to come up, guys, turn around and face this way. <laughs> Sit down there and face this direction. Anybody who wants to come up is welcome to, whether you are a child or a child at heart. Um, we are going to be, I'm going to be sharing a godly play lesson. We do godly play on the first and third Sunday of the month, um, back in our classroom during the 1030 service. We would love to have more people come play with us. So if after you've heard this, you think, I would like to be a storyteller or a doorkeeper, you may come and see me, and we would love to have you come play with us. All right. So if anybody else would like to come forward, please do so now. Oh, one more thing. The kids know to do this, but I'm going to let the adults know this. If I ask a question, feel free to call out an answer to that question. So godly play is an interactive form of Sunday school. Are we ready?
What is the biggest present you ever received? A dollhouse from Christmas. A little louder. I didn't hear you, sweetie. I'm sorry. Okay. A toy Jeep. What about you? Barbie Hal. A Nintendo Switch. Thomas, do you have one? What? Okay. Um, anybody else have any gifts that are that are the biggest gifts that they have ever given? A puppy. Now that's a little bit different kind of gift. What's different about that gift than the Barbie dollhouse or the Jeep? It's alive. So some of our gifts can be alive. Those are all wonderful gifts. Yes. My family. Families are great gifts. They're my favorite. Okay. She's she's tiny, tiny puppy. What about you, Emery? Your chickens. Chickens are a fun gift. Those are all really wonderful gifts. Some gifts, however, are so big that sometimes it can be hard to see them. It's so hard to see them because they're huge and we forget that they're there. Sometimes to remember that they're there, we have to go back to the very beginning or maybe a little before the beginning. In the beginning, well, in the beginning, in the beginning there wasn't very much of anything. There was nothing, except maybe a huge smile, but there was nobody to see it. On the first day, God gave us the gift of light. And I don't mean the light that's in the light bulbs, or the light that's in your car lights at night, or in your night light, or the light that's in the candle, or the light that's outside even. God gave us the gift of all the light from which all the other light comes from. And when God saw the light on that first day, God said, it is good. And that was the end of the first day. On the second day, God gave us the gift of water. Not just the water that you drink in your cup or the water in your bathtub or shower, or the water in a lake, or a river, or even the ocean, or the water that comes from the sky. No, God gave us the gift of all the water that is water. The water that we have today came from that water. This 
the white line is the firmament. The firmament divides the waters above from the waters below. And when God saw the gift of water, God said, it is good. And that was the end of the second day. On the third day, God gave us the gift of dry land and green and growing things. God separated the water from the green and growing things and the land. And when he saw the dry land and he saw the green and growing things, God said, it is good. And that was the end of the third day. On the fourth day, God gave us the gift of day and night. He gave us the gift of a way to tell our days and our time. We have the light that guides our days, the sun, and we have the lights that guide our night, the stars and the moon. And when God saw that he had given us a way to tell time, our days and our nights, God said, it is good. And that was the end of the fourth day. On the fifth day, God gave us the gift of everything that flies. Not just birds, but everything that can fly. Butterflies, flies, mosquitoes, all of those things. I, meh. But God still gave them to us. But God gave us the gift of everything that can fly. He also gave us the gift of everything that lives in the water. Fish and whales, sharks, and eels. Anything that lives in the water. Flying fish, too. Okay. All right. So when God saw the creatures that fly and the creatures that swim, God said, it is good. And that was the end of the fifth day. On the sixth day, God gave us the gift of all the creatures that walk on the dry land. The creatures that walk on many legs and the creatures that walk on two legs, like we do. On the sixth day, God gave us and made us in his image. So on the sixth day, God saw all the creatures that walked the creatures that walk on two legs, the creatures that walk on many legs, and the ones that he made in his image. And God said, it is very good.
on the seventh day, God gave us the day, the gift of rest. He gave us a day to rest and to reflect on all of the wonderful gifts he had already given us. Now this day is blank because I don't know how you take your rest or how you remember all of the gifts. Everybody's going to remember them a little bit differently. You might remember in your backyard by a tree. You might remember in the mountains or by the ocean. You might remember in a church or a temple or a synagogue. I don't know because everybody is different. So only you know how you remember. I do know that some Jewish people find this day of rest so important that they celebrate it with two candles. And some Christian people find this day so important that they celebrate it with a cross. Now, I wonder which of these days you like the best. Nellie? The, this one? Oh, the day of rest. The day to reflect on all the gifts. The day that people were made in God's image. The day that people were made in God's image. What about you? The, the, the dry land and the grass and green and growing things. Hear you, Emily. Which one is your favorite? All of them. They're all pretty special days. Thomas, are you going to use words? Okay, which one? You can point. This one? The day the people. How about you, Grant? The day of the fish. I love the day of the fish because I think I'm secretly a creature of the sea. Because I love that. I wonder if there's one day here that's more important than any of the others. Emery, the day of rest and remembrance. That's a good idea, because we remember all of God's gifts that day. I'm sorry, the day that we were made? That's very important to us, isn't it? What about you? The grass, the rest, the day of rest. Yes, it's very important. When people were made. What do you think? When God gave us water. Yes, we need water to live, don't we? Which one, Thomas? All of them? All of them. I wonder which one of these days has you. Which one of these days you can find yourself in? The one with the water. The one with the people. And the one on the day of rest. The day of rest is also a good one. I wonder if there are any of these days that we could do without. None of them. 
I think you're right. I think we need all of the days that God has given us. And we need to be thankful for the gifts of those days that God has given us. All right. This is the day of rest when we remember all of God's gifts. This is the day where all the creatures who walked on the land were given to us, including us. Emma, you can roll it. This is the day that we had the creatures that fly and the creatures that swim. And this is the day when God gave us the gift of time, of knowing our days and our nights. And the day when God gave us green and growing things and separated dry land from the water. And the day that God gave us water, which we need very much. And the day that God gave us light so that we were no longer in darkness. Now, at this point, I would have the kids go do a reflection of what they had just heard. We have many things in our classroom that they can choose to use for their reflection. They can use clay or crayons or markers or um, material. They can paint stones. They have lots of options. What I'd like you to do is to reflect on what you heard and think about if maybe you would be interested in being a storyteller or a doorkeeper. All right. Thank you.